is about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true. Welcome to Far Off Topic, episode 36. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones. As everyone in the world knows by this point, Cobra Kai Season 3 is fire. Other than that, it would seem the writers of our shared simulation are very committed to the Second Civil War storyline, so this week we got ourselves a little bit of sedition, insurrection, and Twitter bans. We're talking right-wing revolution and the country that denies it exists on this episode. And while we're picking through the rubble of our crumbling democracy, why not also pick winners and losers of a post-Trump regime? Who will suffer and who will prosper in the years to come? We will discuss that in our Survivors and Dyers segment at the end of the show. With that, I'm joined by Tiwi, who is standing at the ready by her hungry guillotine of liberal justice. And because he's not afraid to mix work with polemic, I'm also joined by Steven Jackson, a.k.a. Jax, a.k.a. Mr. Glasses. Hello, both of you. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, Let's jump right into our pop question. What British singer was accused by people online to have participated in the Capitol Hill insurrection? British singer? Yeah. I know there was an actual singer who... Was it Morrissey? Good good guess, but no, really, kind of really far off. I feel like Morrissey wishes he was there. No, Um, like, (laughs) he he has, like, been a uh, figurehead of the Proud Boys. Yeah, he's terrible. Is... A, a figurehead as in like a symbol for them or he is a champion of the of proud boys uh, maybe like he's both i don't know it's a very weird i know he's a a, a kind of a, a piece of shit so mm-hmm. he is a renowned uh, piece of like shit a, i want to i want to think about this though hold on hold on hold yeah. on you said british singer yes he was accused it was a he i just gave that away okay uh uh, by people online of being a participant of the Capitol Hill insurrection. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to think he's going to be kind of young just because that's sort of a dumb thing to do. So I'm hoping he's. It may help to think about some of the main, main pictures that came out uh, during the, the, the insurrection. The mm. big pictures of people. I don't know if I know any British singers who would be a proud boy. Mm. Is he famous? To some people, like when I tell you who it is, you won't know the name, but you'll know the group. Well, let's hear it. All right. Who is it? I have no idea. His name was JK of the group Jamiroquai. And people started memeing him uh, alongside of the Q shaman dude with the horns from from the Jamiroquai video. That's Uh, not, that wasn't him though. (laughs) No, it wasn't him at all. That's hilarious. But, pe- but people were dunking on him because uh, they're like, like, hey, what, why is the Jamiroquai <laughs> there? The best just, one was because uh, the song's called Virtual Virtual Insanity, and it would show him on the right saying Virtual Insanity, and then the Q Shaman on the left, Actual Insanity. That's great. <laughs> Let's move on to our feature. Though nothing was set on fire during the hours-long siege of the Capitol, much of the country burns with the fire of righteous indignation as it begins its rabid search for retribution. 
We will discuss the aftermath, ideas, myths, and terrible, terrible future that lies ahead as we study America's downward trends. Hey, we've got a problem here. I got a bad feeling about this. I have an emergency. We got multiple caution and warning. Brace for impact. We're going to do something a little bit different for this show because everything's happening so fast. So we're going to say things that by the time this actually gets out, they will have either passed or we're going to we're going to make a, pr- a prediction for something and that will have, you know, come up lame. So we're going to play a little game called Future Says. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. When we encounter an issue or question that we, we don't currently know the answer to, we'll toss out our speculation first, our best guess, give our a nice little hypothesis. And then after that, we'll say, well, but future says, you know, future says. And then that will be followed by a sound. So you'll hear this sound for, yes, it happened. <laughs> no, it didn't happen. No, there, no, permission denied. You have been stopped. Or no one knows. La, 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 la. Hello, darkness, my old friend. So those are the three sounds. Here's an example. I think Linwood will marry Sidney Powell and Trump will officiate. No, no, permission denied. You have been stopped. So sometime during my editing process, if I find out what the answer is, we will hear the corresponding sound. That sounds fun. <laughs> I should reveal that uh, uh, you two can't hear the sound. You don't no. even know the sound I'm going to pick, no. but I'm going to pick some fun sounds. <laughs> Just to make it more fun. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give some canned reactions after each future says. So, you know, we can mix it up. You know, we can mix it up with like, oh, well done, Jax. Good job. And, uh, you know, just a few yeah. them in there. Oh, okay. Boy, I was way off. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hit it right on the nose. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I did something different here. Now that that's uh, behind us. Let's just start off with uh, the most natural thing, which is uh, first reactions. I remember for me, I had just was anticipating the the counting, the the objections, this kind of formality of U- U.S. government taking place, and I just was kind of tuning in uh, to see the I don't know low key theater, and I was watching Ted Cruz, and I was just kind of getting steamy about that. When all of a sudden, I think either one of you two on our, our our Signal chat app reaches out to me and says, uh, they're, they're storming the gates. <laughs> and that's when the whole fucking thing changed. So from your guys' perspective, uh, how did it start for you and what were your thoughts? Uh, Tiwi, you start us off. I think the night before we were discussing kind of the pre- the little appetizer sesh that the Proud Boys were having. So we already had sort of an ongoing discussion about, you know, how the Proud Boys were kind of uh, losing their shit on the police and basically felt betrayed because their blue lives (laughs) were not actually protecting them or joining in or whatever the hell they thought was going to happen. For It was odd because I kind of feel like that maybe influenced what happened the following day. But... When all of the shit actually went down, my husband, I was in a meeting for work and they're all virtual. And my husband <laughs> comes into my room and says, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're like freaking out. 
And I couldn't really tell what he was saying because I did that gesture of like, get the hell out. I'm in a meeting. (laughs) So I was like, shut your stupid wet mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm in a meeting. And then um, I looked on Twitter and I was like, it's, you know, you start seeing like people are freaking out and yeah. And then we went, I finally, the meeting ended and I went and watched MSNBC, my trusted news media propaganda my my fake news channel (laughs) du jour and yeah it was you could see like their reactions and then i just basically went to twitter because twitter is kind of gold like you just get all that unvarnished sort of like tripe that you you know filter through right and yeah i was watching videos of just it just seemed unreal and i think the part where people were posting that video where the police kind of seemed to usher them in And that's when, and it was before I think the mainstream media uh, was actually saying that. My husband was like, no, there's no way. They're not letting them in. No, no. It was just, there was some sort of like mistake. No, no, that couldn't happen. I'm like, it's a coup. And he was still saying, no, there's no way. Uh -uh." And I was like, no, you got to go look on Twitter. (laughs) So there was this delay where like MSNBC was saying like people were in the building, were in the Capitol building, but the whole how it happened part was unfolding on Twitter before I think MSNBC knew. That's the absolute truth because uh, I I remember, I I think I had like a bunch of news channels on my laptop also at work and uh, you guys were like sending me tech or messages like, oh, they're inside the building. There's video and they start sending me links to these Twitter things. I'm like, these mother effers, <laughs> these fuckers aren't even reporting on this shit. They're still talking about like Ted Cruz and mm-hmm. the future of the Republican Party. And what does this mean about these 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 terrible Republicans uh, or, you know, Ted Cruz's future and how you know lame that it is that he's propping up this Trumpist lie. And all they just kind of break in suddenly like, whoa, 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 whoa we got to stop for a second. Uh, there's some real news happening. Jax, were you like in the middle? Were you also like uh, yeah. knee deep into work? I'm, I mean, I was at work. Uh, I was sitting. So I was watching the much like you watching the uh, count. And, you know, then I see Ted Cruz stand and say, you know, I'm challenging Arizona because I'm an idiot. <laughs> And I was, and I, and so, I mean, I had it on in the background while I was like doing some writing. And then when Jim Jordan, I was watching the house instead of the Senate. And when Jim Jordan got up, like, I can't stand that motherfucker. Um, Like I really, this is my, this is my like go-to Twitter joke. Uh, I really wish that he would keep his mouth shut. Like he kept his mouth shut for all those years at Ohio state while those wrestlers were getting raped. Um, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gives me so many good fake internet points. Um, so like I just turned him off and like focused on what I was doing. And then my friend was like, turn on the TV. And I was like, Oh, that's not good. Like the last time that I think that happened was, I, I don't even remember, maybe nine 11. I don't know. Yeah. And so I turned on, you know, CNN and was same thing. Just, aghast and then obviously like i go to twitter and we we were texting back and forth and i think i was focused on cnn and you're totally right uh they were not reporting on what was happening in the moment because the first time i learned that pence had been evacuated was through your text because i was like focused on cnn 
I've been sort of have, I don't even want to say I've had mixed feelings about it. I've, I haven't had mixed feelings about it. I've just been having trouble sort of grasping what occurred. And I really feel like the public and the American people for the most part are really, um, not taking it for what it is. Um, there's a very anti-democratic movement out there that, that that's large and has a lot of clout. And we saw that on full display. To that point too, people might have this idea that it's over and that it's like now that we've, it's just these kind of lone nuts and they just got, you know, frothy and, not even that many people all said and done but the truth is the there are still tons of representatives and what eight senators who still back this ideology that in the face of toying with the monster they're like oh no that worked out that there's still some prosperity or there's some some kind of gain to be made provoking these people yeah do you think that they really believe some of the shit because like wasn't get saying he was like kind of uh like saying all that stuff about the like conspiracy that it wasn't proud boys or white supremacists that stormed the capital it was black lives matter and antifa right and he was pulling that off of a, a really badly sourced washington Times story oh with the, the like but, technology or whatever yeah yeah the, yeah. the, 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 the face recognition shit um but to your question, do they believe it? I like to tell myself they don't. In a kind of a Machiavellian way, they're just doing it to, you know, a gain. Appease, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a ladder of success for them. That's how they make it as politicians. Those are their people. That's the shit they eat. So feed the maggots the shit. But then at the same time, I think the reality is it's a probably mixture of things because – you know, Republicans are Republicans because they do have some core beliefs, and the ones they like to t- to to valorize publicly are you know small government, states' rights, this kind of shit. But that's what's very much a- attached to the side of it, like a crust, is all of the white angst and uh, kind of I wouldn't even say populist, but this this inner rage, this nativist rage that's attached to all of those ideas. And you can't really separate them. So yeah, so yes, Matt Gates probably is intellectually capable of not fa- like falling into the QAnon trap. But when it comes down to, does he think Republicanism, no matter what the form or how radical it is, is better than a Democrat-led government? He'll take the 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 crazy Republican every single time. He, I mean, he he sees there's enough value in there for him that he he's willing to to cater to any kind of lunacy that that helps. Not just because it's his ego and it's it's his ladder to success, but because there deep inside of him he believes there are actual sacred truths buried inside that crusty thing. Which I mean, I mean, let's be real though. I mean, we we all like even. Even we have that idea, but uh, and so our, our sponsor Johnny Lappin, he constantly challenges me on these ideas and uh, uh, of like you know basically kind of calling me out on hypocrisy. And I think back to the Obama days when Obama was committing his illegal drone wars and he murdered American citizen and he you know the, his immigration policies. He was basically 
had a stronger immigration policy than Bush had, um, didn't close Guantanamo like he promised, um, and just by and large kind of turned his back on progressivism. Yeah, but I don't recall any of us. Well, I don't know. I didn't know Jax, but I was definitely not like, yeah, Obama's awesome. I was like pissed. Yeah. And that's the thing is that like we all were. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to say like at least I was able to say like I can say that I passed that test because I was being mm-hmm. griping to I would be griping to Jax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I same. Like I was just disgusted. Like we would get pissed and, be, you know, I would tr- I think the the only bone I can throw out there is that occasionally I would think, oh, well, maybe it's because he has this Republican majority that isn't letting him get anything done. You know, and they're they're blocking everything and they were extremely racist. But then there's things that he could have done that he didn't. And that was all on him. And, you know, so, no, he was not he was not progressive. He was a neolib. Um, and I mean, I guess that's, that all sounds very self-congratulatory for us. Yay! <laughs> we we have self-awareness. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, at the same time, I don't know what's inside of it, like Ted Cruz's heart, it, how much they actually truly believe the crazy. Um, but they did go along with Trump for the entire ride, yeah. and. You know, it's just, I don't know, it's, it gets us to where we're at now, you know? It's just like, I, I don't know what to say about that. It's just, they're, I don't, almost, I feel like they're more Machiavellian than, than most because maybe that is the, the true ethos of a Republican is, you know, a bloodthirsty policy of like, you get, you just, you just climb up the ladder no matter, you know, what it takes. They're probably uh, still banking on Teflon Dawn. Like, I feel like they still think that they're. And maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe they keep thinking like none of this shit sticks to you. No way. Here's the thing. So let's get to that idea too about what was the gambit because Trump, it's not like he was a, a puppet master, but he was kind of like a gambit, you know, like maybe I can convince these guys to go over there and like burn the place down. They can't count the, count the votes and maybe that's how I become president again, you know, like huh? And he thought he could get away with it in some kind of like weird Flintstone villain kind of idea. Um but the one thing he was able to control was this National Guard thing. So he's like, no, 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 I'm not going to release it. Things are just going to happen the way they happen, you know, whatever. Then you have the, the calls from Rudy Giuliani. You find, we, we, they released the, the, these kind of uh, – Rudy Giuliani called the wrong number and left a voicemail asking – he was trying to get to Tuberville, Senator Tuberville, and asked him to just delay. He wanted to make Tuberville de- uh, object to, I guess, all the states. Somewhere something like between 10 or I, I don't think Giuliani really cared. He just wanted to delay things on, for like another couple days. He wanted them to be in session for another couple days. And that's when I kind of realized the whole thing, the raid on Capitol Hill, the holding back National Guard, the calls to Tuberville to try to strong arm, strong arm a delay. It's all just this kind of like dead ender idea of not they're not they, everyone involved knows they can't stop it they just are trying to delay the reality for trump it's their one last little gift to him is like to, to let him stay in office for i don't um, know two more hours two more days i saw that apparently trump thought that if he was able to like if they were to get into the capital and you know there was some like yeah, yeah, they'd have to, like, declare, like, martial law or something, and then there was some, I don't know, like, because that's what they were saying, I guess. Oh, the, the Insurrection Act. Yeah, so that's apparently what they were trying to, I don't know. 
get happen. But even even that, I mean, that seems like the plan. But I don't think that was the plan because if that was the plan, why was fucking Giuliani calling up senators trying to like, hey man, can you just stall a little bit longer? It was just like the most childish and asinine play to let this one egomaniac pretend that he could be president for another couple more hours, another couple days. I mean, they, I mean, they knew they couldn't, it, it was inevitable, you know, June or January 20th is going to come and that's when it ends. But they wanted to leave this, like this, a little bit of space for their little boy, their precious little boy uh, in his head to, so he could go to sleep tonight. You know, like they were just trying to give him the illusion. That's all this was about was just providing an illusion to this insane person. I thought they had invoked the 25th amendment because Pence was approving this deployment of the National Guard, and you're like, you're telling me uh, Pence has no legal right to deploy shit. There's, but he did. But he did. But he did. Yeah, powers of the vice president are extraordinarily limited, um, and of those powers, <laughs> deploying the military is not one of them. So, and and the National Guard is. Typically, you know, we we all know this, but the National Guard is typically a, a state-run militia, um, and D.C. is not a state, so that then falls back to the federal government, which is then controlled by the Department of Defense, which makes Trump the commander of that militia. How how does I don't I don't know I don't know how Pence was able to do that, but he did. So with that, those are kind of our first takes. We're gonna get into our break. The world is a cruel place, and a post-Trump world will have its share of winners and losers. I will share my five picks from those who will survive and those who will die, figuratively, once Trump leaves office in our Survivors and Dyer segment at the end of the show. But first, we'll take a long, hard look at the motley crew of three tooths and lowlifes who took time out of their cross-burning to sack the U.S. Capitol. What will their last days of freedom be like before the U.S. Marshals take them away to prison? We'll answer those questions and so many more right after the break. As the earth gives way to the tempest of mankind's vices, don't be one of the fools caught in the maelstrom. Antifa is everywhere, and sooner than later, they'll be at your front door huffing and puffing and trying to sell your children to Democrat globalist pedophiles. Instead, blow them away with your uncompromising preparedness. But you can only do that with the abundance of God's grace and Suicide Joe's Tactical Preparedness Supply Depot. We're your one-stop bivouac of Second Civil War paraphernalia! At Suicide Joe's Tactical Preparedness Supply Depot, we'll catch you up with all the courage you'll need to reclaim America's suburbs from the unwashed Antifa vandals! Don't stand by, stand ready to defend your neighborhood from Democrat communist elites trying to euthanize Lady Liberty! Take freedom by the hand and destroy her enemies with the righteous anger of the Holy Ghost and a never-ending supply of Suicide Joe's tactical righteousness. Say Blue Lives Matter at checkout and we'll donate 4% of the sale to our valiant warriors on the front lines of America's great sundering. Because we're gonna win back America 
door to door, hand to hand. The Capitol Hill attack introduced the world to many fun and curious characters of the Maggotverse. Let's take some time to catch up with these goons and see if there are any updates on their fugitive status. So there have been a lot of write-ups about these guys uh, after the fact. Um, And I was actually surprised at how fast some of these came out. But I'm also kind of surprised about how how few people there there are listed so far. Um, Because I think there's only about a few dozen people that have been named. But they were they were kind of like the stars. Yeah. So the first one, the first one, who I'd never heard of, was the uh, the Q shaman. Had Jack said you had you heard about the Q shaman before this? Uh, fortunately, I have not. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I'm really glad that I hadn't too. I mean, he's just I don't know, idiot. It's sad too. So I've watched a few of his videos at this point, and uh, it seems that he's trying to model himself after. Uh, Alex Jones, like he has the same cadence and he has the kind of like he shouts when he talks, which I, I shouldn't I shouldn't talk shit about shouters. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, say, I'm a shout huh. talker. <laughs> uh, Pot. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but he does, he doesn't like, you know, in the perpetual, you know, like just screaming at the top of his lungs, Alex Jones style, uh, just tearing up the back of his throat. Um and you know, going after the globalist, it's just the whole thing. He even sounds a little bit like Alex Jones uh, when he talks. So I was like, oh wow, this guy has just like gone so deep into this moment. And you can tell that everyone involved, and this is one of the excuses that Johnny Lappin always throws at me, is that these guys didn't know what they were doing. You know, they're not insurrectionists. They're not terrorists. Well, he he says they're terrorists, but they're not insurrectionists. They're just fucking idiots that you know having a good old time for the memes and that's probably true to some extent that this guy has gone his whole life without anyone telling him to stop going there uh you know he's he, i'm sure he, this is not probably not the first capital he's been in you know, uninvited um and you can see the smugness without you know he, when he was on the dais and he was i think he's yelling out freedom uh this is part of their performance this is part of their it's just part of life for them. You know, like, of course they're, they're going to storm the Capitol. No harm, no foul. This is our quote unquote house. But the reality is catching up to him. And now I haven't heard that he's been arrested. That's the other weird thing. It's just, everyone knows he, this is who he is. Like he's it, the most conspicuous guy is still at large. What, what Jax, what do you make of that? Isn't that, that's, that's baffling to me. Um, they probably just haven't found him yet. I mean, that's, that's, it's baffling to me too, but they probably just haven't found him yet. I mean, I mean, he, broke a billion laws so um you know he he will get arrested i'm confident of that it's just finding him future says <laughs> you called it yeah i'm sure it's it's a, it's a good thing and a bad thing that he showed up in that get up because <laughs> uh, <laughs> because the good thing is is that i'm sure what he looks like normally uh, you know, doesn't look anything like that. So it's gonna be hard to find him once he shaves and you know, like dyes his hair black. Uh, he'll, he'll people it'll be hard to find him. He has very distinctive tattoos too. The upshot is he's been at like a million events, so his photos everywhere. Right. Um, the downside is that he showed up in that costume Ugh. because 
like he showed up like the final boss of a video game you know like he is so conspicuous uh, the, uh, uh, the final <laughs> boss of a really shitty video game <laughs> sure a, a, a maga video game uh, but still regardless he made a spectacle of himself so of co- he could have just walked from one end to the other touched nothing still committed a huge crime but you know otherwise didn't do he could have just done that and they the world would still be coming after him it would because of the way he looks you know this this display of his this this furry pageantry um so i feel like he fucked himself in more ways than he could even know because he did go that extra mile of not only just dressing up for the occasion but also then went on to do myriad other fucking criminal things so i feel like of most people he's going to be the one of the most fucked there is Yet, they still were trying to say he was from Black Lives Matter. Oh, that's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the thing is that, like... I, I mean, we could get into that, too, because how... how once, Even though the maggots were so proud, so, so <laughs> proud when it was happening... I know. They were taking uh, so much, you know, joy out of it. Trump was even saying, we loves you, we I love you. Then, that once they're like, oh, wait, shit, I think... I think we fucked up here, guys. Uh, oh, shit. Okay, then uh, Antifa. Antifa. I mean, it's just so weak. It's just weak. I, some, I mean, like, it, it, it boggled my mind because someone said on my Facebook page, someone who's like an intelligent human being on my Facebook page said, Oh, I saw your call. <laughs> uh, you are getting bad information. I watched this thing called Flashpoint on YouTube and they have the real information. And so I like went and watched Flashpoint, which I'd never <laughs> heard of Flashpoint before. I had never heard of Flashpoint is a very, very Christian right wing, almost like televangelists, but they do the news in front of a live audience. Oh, weird. Very weird. Like it's like weird. the daily show. It's- yeah. <laughs> it's weird that someone would watch that for their news. Right. But they say we have just confirmed that the FBI bust in members of Antifa to infiltrate the crowd. And it's like the amount of crazy you have (laughs) to sort of get past for that sentence to like resonate with you is staggering. And there are millions of people who have watched this and they're just like, yeah, the FBI, fucking FBI. Well, so on the reverse side of that, tell me if this is conspiracy or not or what, but there's been reports that there were cops mixed in. Um, there was one report saying that one, an officer ha- had cops come up to him and f- they flashed their badges at him to get inside the building, just kind of like shoving their weight around. Not that they were on duty, that they were just like, fuck That's you, man. True. S- step back, step back. This is me. I'm, I'm coming in. Fuck you. Well, there were um, cops there for sure. There were off-duty cops that have been arrested. Future says... Ah! Golly gee! They were talking about that on the... Well, see, they're talking that on my my Flashpoint called MSNBC. (laughs) (laughs) The obliviousness to their crimes is mind-boggling to me. That I, I I could sort of kind of get there if there were less resistance to get inside the building. But now we've seen videos of just how hard it was for them to actually breach that front rotunda. Now, eventually the cops just collapsed. They didn't have enough manpower to to, to push them up. But the crowd was literally battering through the door. 
And that's not a, you don't just make up like, well, I guess I think we were invited and just walk on in. You forced your way in. Right. And to not then think it's a crime. Like, I don't know what world you live in. I guess it's white privilege world or white yeah. anger world where you literally have, you're allowed to do whatever you want. And that's, you know, cause I'm angry. I'm, I was angry. Of course I went inside. That's what my, my rage is a, a license to go anywhere. So yeah. So that when he, when bingo is like describing, yeah, I stole fucking Nancy Pelosi's letter and I left a quarter on there. I'm just, Motherfucker, like you're getting arrested. Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah, but stole think about her it. mail. That's a fucking felony, you dip. <laughs> but like Kyle Rittenhouse murdered people and, you know, he's like a star. So I really think that they believe, you know, Donald Trump, how many times has he said at his rallies that these idiots probably attend? Like, you know, go punch this person, go beat the shit out of them. I'll pay your legal fees. You'll never do a day in jail. Like he's, you know, he riles them up with his bullshit and they believe it. It's true. That is it. Yes. I mean, I guess if they're only getting their news from fucking, you know, Fox News, OAN, Flashpoint, Flashpoint. Trump, uh, then I wanted to get a parlor account, but I also just feel like it's I don't know. It sounds like it's a descent to hell. Um, I know people who have actually already (laughs) joined and they said it's just awful. Like it's just all conspiracies. I mean, that sounds awesome. I know I kind of want to go in there and just look at it. Just like a voyeur. I've posted (laughs) one thing on parlor and it's just, and it was just a picture of Donald Trump and it's, uh, and it was like, we want you to leave the GOP (laughs) or something like that. And it got like 400, they call it echoes, retweets, echoes, like tons of people saw this and were like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck the GOP. So, you know, did my I mean, part. That's kind of nice. Did, Thank you. Did my part. <laughs> You're welcome, Georgia. Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> Trumpism versus the rhinos. That's the civil war. That's going to be an interesting, an interesting thing well, to yeah. watch. I think that's where parlor is supposed to be fun is apparently they're like eating themselves over there because half of them are like, oh, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't us. That was Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And then the other half's like, no, it was me. I was there. And then another, you know, group of the people are like, he lied to us. He set us up. He like turned his back on us while the others are like, you're not having his back. So it's like, you know, all this, it's got to be amazing. It's terrific. (laughs) The idea that, if you're a hard, like if you're this guy, Adam Johnson, he's the guy that carried out Nancy Pelosi's lectern and posed for a, oh, a picture God. waving. Um, he was also the guy that who's mistakenly named Via Getty. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, even though it's by right, Getty right. photography. Via Getty. Uh, oh yeah. my God! Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brain people started tweeting. Here. Brain trust. <laughs> Oh yeah. my God! <laughs> People start tweeting, uh, tweeting out. We we caught one of the scumbags. His name's Via Getty. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, but his name is actually uh, Adam Johnson. <laughs> if you're Adam Johnson on the day that Trump dropped his video where he called them thugs, called called Adam Johnson and all his his insurrectionists thugs and terrorists and bad people, and that we should respect the Capitol and did pull the the rug right out from under them. Like what? What is the 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 roller coaster of emotions right there? Because this is the piece of shit that one 
told you to go over there and you're doing it to protect him. You're doing it out of this misguided love for this creature. And then he comes out like, fuck you. I got to stay alive, assholes. So fuck you. I, I, I can't you believe I can't believe you took my word that I would back take uh, I have your back. Uh, whatever. Ha ha. Like the word cuck came in <laughs> during the Trump era. You know, like right. that was the that, it had its beginnings in 2016. Well, it's real, I guess, ascendancy. It didn't have its beginnings. It's ascendancy in 2016. And it's having its like full return, like an Ouroboros coming back and biting its tail <laughs> where the people who are calling everyone else cucks turn out to be like the biggest cucks in the world. It's just like, whoa, like how that's a twist. What a twist. And like, what do they think? What do they think? I mean, I think that you're watching the, the, what they think they're, they're, they're doing backflips to try and, uh, not be the cuck, you know? Right. Like their, their brain will not let them compute. Like, no, exactly. nope, I'm still winning, still winning. Yeah, exactly. It's bonkers. Let's talk narratives. Because I think that's one of the enduring things that we're going to have here. And that is that QAnon is where everyone keeps calling it a conspiracy theory. And that may have ha- be how it started. But what no. it is, it, it really is, is a religion. It's a lifestyle. I mean, it's a lifestyle. It's a religion. It's, it literally is. We're, and, and January 6th will be a, a very holy day in yeah. that religion. Because if you look at it from that perspective, from the, the perspective of these QAnon disciples, a handful of people unarmed marched to the Capitol, broke inside, and they stopped the election. And then magically, they left the building mostly unscathed. Right. You know, thousands entered. Thousands left. Right. Thousands left, except for one. Um, or, and the ones they trampled. Um, but for the most part, you know, the narrative will always go. They went in, like the walls of Jericho, they blew the horns, the walls fell, they walked inside, they conquered, they made their statement, and as one as one Trumpist said as he walked out, you didn't take it back, we gave it back to you. And they melted back into society, and Future says, did they get, ca- did they get caught? La 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 la, almost. Hello darkness, my old friend. I don't know, but right now, so far... Many of them are at large, and they may very well stay that way. And if that does stay that way, the future of QAnon is sky's the limit. I mean, sky's the limit for the future of QAnon because the religion will only grow. These myths and messianic tales they can tell each other, pass it down, will only grow and grow and grow as the myth grows. And it will be its own fucking religion because part of it, part of the whole Q phenomenon is the idea of the crumb that comes out. And it's it's not a full thought. It is requires bakers to go in and 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 knead the dough and decipher it, and they 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 cogitate over the meaning of these obscure crumbs. What what could the meaning be? They do their quote unquote research, and then only after that they have a consensus and say this is what Q said. This is what the God Q said, and they deliver it to the masses. And then Jimmy Small over here, who doesn't really read anything, uh, he hears what, what his buddy that you know deciphers q stuff says and then he tells a bunch of people and oh yeah and no one explains to them the hidden truths of QAnon that there's time travel that jfk is an undead superhero that's gonna save us none of that (laughs) they don't hear any of that stuff they just hear about oh yeah there's fucking hollywood elites killing children in the basement of a a, a pizza place so yeah i'll sign on to that wednesday was like a i I think it was obviously a high point for them but 
also, I feel like it was one of those trial balloons almost. I mean, what is the consequence? Like (laughs) what? Nothing happened to them for the most part. I mean, some will get arrested. Some will go to some people will go to prison, but not all of them. Not yeah. not even half not the of vast, them. Yeah, not the vast majority. The vast majority will not see a day behind bars. So, and moreover, even if they do, they're not going to go to prison anytime soon because of how slow our justice system works. So, like, what is the what was the downside for them? They're going to do shit like this again. And that's the thing. That's not even like hypothetical. We know that's true because this is a direct line to Bunkerville when the Bundys stood off against uh, the park rangers and other Metro police from Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, and nothing happened to them. And they went, what, a year or two later to Oregon at the Malheur Re- Refuge. And they took that siege. And for the most part, nothing happened to them. Uh, the vast majority all left and were not charged. It was only a group of five who the feds arrested, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a what do you call it, a roadblock, killed Leroy Finnicum, or Lavoy. They killed Lavoy Finnicum. Yeah. That's it. And then, they, and then, of course, they all went free because the feds fucked up their trial, either on purpose or by accident. They fucked it up, and all those motherfuckers went free. So. There's a long history of these people getting away with it. And this is just going to be another part of that narrative. And it only encourages the fact that like, they're just going to do it again. And it's going to be worse next time. Because now they know, one, I feel like there's some in that group that are thinking, why didn't we bring our guns? <laughs> you know, like if we had mm-hmm. only brought our guns, we could probably own the capital to this day we could probably still be in there and they would have to listen to our demands and we'd have legitimate power people are thinking that and now they're thinking wait a second there's all there's little capitals all across the country they're called state houses wait a second maybe i can just do this in my backyard with my buddies right um so you know and we don't talk about that we we there's there's such a high profile takeover uh, at the state house or the U.S. Capitol, but it was happening in other parts across the state. Go ahead, Tiwi. So do you think that, so you know Twitter's rationale for, well, supposedly their rationale for, uh, what is it, shutting down Donald Trump and his friends, um, was that he had stated that he wasn't going to be at the inauguration, and they said that that was um, essentially a signal to his people that that's a soft target. Like, oh, oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And um, well, Twitter did, apparently, which is like no, not Twitter. I'm sure Twitter has security people. They have intelligence yeah. officials that somebody are said saying, them, yeah. yeah, that he's signaling like a soft target. Um, and then he that basically is just like too dangerous. Um, but, you know, it's still he's still not going to be there. Right. Right. <laughs> so is this the next like attempt to do something like do we anticipate because i mean honestly if i was kamala harris or biden i wouldn't want to be it's like being like you know jfk in a motorcade like would you want to be there i don't know it just seems like this is the worst time to be a political figure that's not a raging q idiot yeah like I, I was thinking about that today too, because that, that um, someone mentioned that, 
on a podcast or something that I was listening to. And as soon as they said that, I was just like, then don't have an inauguration. Just like do it. They should cancel it in a basement. Yeah. yeah. Just do it the same way that, virtual. uh, yeah, a virtual inauguration, do it the way Lyndon Johnson did it, where he took, you know, in an a, airplane in, in an airplane. Now, obviously <laughs> you don't want your, uh, predecessor's brains on on his wife's dress while you're still there um while she's there but um technicalities yeah no but i think that they should not have i i don't see the need at this point i don't yeah that's that's the thing too i I, my instinct says oh jacks that that will be one of the most secure places in the world but like that is clearly a noble lie (laughs) that's clearly uh a pretend thing that we tell ourselves because uh, there we, we have to consider the fact very seriously, and I think many people are, and many people have known this. We've all known this, at least on this show, that there are people within the security apparatus that are have allegiance to this mindset, and that's partially, if not a big reason, why the unarmed insurrectionists were allowed in, because either through negligence or complicity, the the, the the leaders understaffed the capital, you know, because it could have been a lack of imagination in the sense of, well, these guys, these are patriots. They would never march on the capital or it could just be like if they do, they do, you know, like <laughs> that's uh, we'll just see. You know, I'm trying I'm trying to get this. is This is the way I'm going to give back to Trump. Um, I don't know. You have to kind of consider that now. You have to, I feel like that, that Biden has to I don't know how many how much power he has to do that because that's kind of essentially that gets into this deep state conspiracy that Trump was always talking about these 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 insidious people inside the government who are going to try to get you <laughs> uh, so and there's nothing you can really do to get them out you can't like have a like some kind of like mind test and just like all right what are your political allegiances tell me all right you you're a right winger all right you're gone no you can't do that so i don't know it's it, it is creepy it's very very creepy to think that your security apparatus could leave holes uh open to get you dead but i mean i don't know that's kind of that's that very conspiracy theory ish because until i see what happens to the capitol police guys and that whatever happens is this, this uh, post-mortem of the security failure heads will should probably f- roll on that one. It's all about consequences. Um, if there's consequences, you may be able to stymie bad actors. If there are no consequences, eh, you could probably anticipate there'll be more bad actors. Oh, they're definitely going to, they're not going to stop until there are consequences. They're like a bunch of petulant toddlers. Basically they're testing limits. They're just going all over the country you know, attacking people. There was, what was it, like in L.A., a bunch of like Trump fuckers like surrounded a black woman and just beat her up. And just like until someone came and like helped her, they probably were going to kill her. Right. So, I mean. Felt empowered to do that. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, there has to be consequences. Like something has to change. It's like we haven't hit rock bottom, apparently. I don't know. So in the game Dungeons and Dragons, Tiwi, yeah. if you've never yeah. played it before, <laughs> and I know I you not. haven't, because <laughs> you suck, yeah. uh, there there is a type of player known as a murder hobo, and uh, it's a type of player that just in any encounter will kill 
whoever is standing in front of them for without because you're supposed to be role playing like character and they're just like all right I'll I'll I'll, I'll stop stab the shop owner and steal all his stuff I'll stab the guy that's selling horses and steal his horse I'll stab this beggar because I don't know just for fun and so you're kind of ruining the game you're ruin, you're constantly ruining the game for everyone else because they're like hey man I just want to I want to get immersed in, in in the Dungeons and Dragons and you're fucking everything up because you're a goddamn murder hobo and the way you stop murder hobos from ruining games is again it's about consequences. It's about role playing the consequences. So if you have a murder hobo in your group, and like we have in America, we have these murder hobos running around. Bandom. They have to have consequences. There's police that come and arrest them and throw them in jail. Um, and you know maybe not all of them, but you you show some really strong examples, uh, and you drop the hammer on a lot of people to show, hey, by the way, if you try this again, we're gonna smash you in this thing, and that could be you. It's just this guy right now, but it could be you. So just think twice, because we're going to catch you, and we're going to put you in the thing. The cops are murder hobos, and they need to have... That's our problem right now, because a lot of this is happening... I mean, if it's, you know, it's been made explicitly clear by the Capitol insurrection attempt that the police are a huge problem in this country. Like, you can't ignore it. They're basically this weak link... I think we covered that story. Enough of the insurrection. The Highlander says there could only be one, but I decided five was a better number. So I went with that instead, and I'll share my five survivors and dyers of a post-Trump America right after the break. My pet monster. He's bigger than big. When he fights battles, he always wins. And he's your friend, too. He breaks his chains. Put him on you and break away, too. With my pet monster, you're busting loose. He's big. And scary. (laughs) And helps people, too. And he's your friend, too. My pet monster plays all day. Tough. Awesome. Looking great. And all your friends will want him for their friend, too. My pet monster has breakaway chains from Amtoy and American Greetings Company. Trump was many things to many people. But now that he's gone, at least he's supposed to have left office in a few days. Future says. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Assuming that goes off like it's supposed to, I've compiled my list of survivors and dyers of post Trump America. My character is important enough for a last name because I'm going to die. So let me pull up my list that I've secreted away from your, your evil, betraying eyes. Um, and then I will ask you what you think of my after each one. So uh, we'll start with the dyers. Number five, maggots. Uh, so they're uh, they're getting it all from all sides right now. Um, they're the, probably one of the bigger losers. Like we talked about earlier, they have experienced the cuck Ouroboros. They, you know, originally they were calling cucks and now they are the cucks by the president. So I don't know how much of a, of a loser you could be at that point. That's a pretty strong loser. What's your take on that? Um, no, they're not. You don't. So you disagree. You, you don't think that the maggots are losers? I think they're amazing. And I think that they possess all the true knowledge that is to be had. All right. Well, someone's trying to jump the, trying to switch sides, I guess. <laughs> uh, number four, the TikTok chick. Uh, her name was Sarah Cooper, and she was famous for only one thing, and that was Trump tweets or Trump speeches. And those are uh, gone now; those are all gone. So her fucking gravy train is over. Uh, did any of you watch the Sarah? Cooper is she shit? the blonde one? I loved her. 
No, she was. She's. she's oh, you mean the comedian Sarah oh, yeah, Cooper? Yeah, oh, she's hilarious. No, I did love her. She's uh, gone now. <laughs> she's gonna pivot to Biden, maybe. I don't think you're gonna have that much uh, nah, to work with on Biden. I'm sure he, he's not that. <laughs> not. Yeah, he's pretty boring. <laughs> So, uh, oh man, maybe she'll go to Hillary, 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 Hillaria. She's just going to do random celebrities. It's just not going to be the same. Random. There's going to be somebody that'll be ridiculous. Maybe Giuliani will like keep going for a while. Giuliani's going to prison or he's going to die. Yeah. Future says no, no permission denied. That's an off topic questions. Next. You have been stopped. America's in trouble. Number three. Twitter. Love it or hate it, with today's ban, Twitter just got a million times more boring. Uh, so Twitter is is going to be a dire here. Like I feel like Twitter's days are numbered at this point. Like who's going to stay on? Everyone's going to parlor. I mean, I wholly disagree with that. Like I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I just joined parlor and it's terrible. You can find all of the racism that you want, all of the like anti, uh, all the misogyny you want it's it's on twitter it's you know it is what it is it's it's not going anywhere it's massive and yeah. and and it's a good like use of uh it's a good waste of time twitter's great says you but it's days are numbered uh, according to my list and my list does not lie future says uh, no there, no permission denied that's an off-topic questions next you have been stopped number two donald trump I mean, of course, of course, right? He's he's gonna he's gonna feel the, some pain here. He's losing he's losing all those big benefits. It's obviously he's he's gonna be one of the losers. No. Oh, okay. Thanks, Jax. <laughs> You're making this uh, a fight. Why, why, why do you say he's not gonna be one of the losers? He, uh, he has a he has a huge brand. He is still extraordinarily popular in the Republican Party, and. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I think that there is a massive sentiment in the, in the Republican party that is anti-democratic, little D democratic. So, and, and I think that he, he does not come out of this a loser quote unquote. And I think that or there's a dire, a, the brand is dire, a by dire, the sorry, a dire. And I think that there's evidence of that because he like he called into the Republican National Convention's meeting in Florida yesterday and got like a round of applause. Like they still love him. They there's a big contingent who would prefer the monarchy of Trump over the democracy of Biden. So I think that he comes out of this still a kingmaker, frankly. The final dire of the post-Trump era the Democrats, because now those motherfuckers have to actually do something. They've signed us so many checks to to the Democratic uh, voter. Now they have to start fucking cashing those things, and it's it's going to be a tough, a tough, tough road for them. Um, and I mean, if you're a progressive and you're hoping for progressive policies. I think you're going to be probably just really salty by the end, <laughs> by the end of this. Uh, so I'm going to say they're the big losers because it was fun campaigning against Trump. I mean, he was your campaigning against the devil, you know, like you were always going to look like you were the, the, the saint, but now, Oh shit. <laughs> now you actually have to do shit. And what the kind of stuff you have to do is really hard. So I feel like they're the most fucked right now. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're pretty terrible. Um, they they need to bring it, and they don't want to. So I don't know how they're going to keep this. Uh, the people who actually voted them in happy. Yeah, I mean they right. they they should not have lost house seats, for example. Like that makes no sense. That in right. 2020, the Democrats lost house seats to lunatics in some cases. Like, <laughs> what is her name? Marjorie Taylor. Marjorie Green. Marjorie Green. How does that idiot, like that dumbass goes on. Oh, God. Okay. She goes on. She goes <laughs> on the parlor and says, hey, everybody. Uh, since Twitter is like closing down accounts. I need your, your name and phone number. And she provides a link so that if, 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 if my account gets closed, I can still reach you. And she provides a link to her website, but it's like a fundraising, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But rather than go to her website, everybody just starts typing in their, their phone number. So they just dox themselves cause they're fucking morons. <laughs> oh my God. So I don't know how you lose to that person. And I don't know how you lose to that person in particular when Donald Trump is at the top of the ticket. So the Democrats need need to take old Stacey Abrams and just make her in charge of everything. Doesn't right. doesn't matter what it is. Like she's in charge of everything. From this moment forward, she's in like you need her to be in charge of your life. She's in charge of your life. She's in charge of everything. And they're not going to, obviously. Which gets us to our survivors. Um, and I have number five, the Dems, because as you kind of said about Stacey Abrams and a little bit about uh, kind of what they have to campaign against. I feel like the U.S. Capitol insurrection is great for their brand because Donald is gone, but the crazy remains. And so they can now campaign against the crazy. The devil still exists, but now he's a shadowy figure that you can basically point at anywhere and just say, look, you know, it's, it's Lord Palpatine, the Sith. It's he's, he still exists, but he's a shadow wraith. Um, so I, I, I think that this is, this is, this is good for them because maybe in 2020 they can do the whole shenanigans again, try kind of play it, run it back, run it back. Uh, see, you know, with Stacey Abrams, uh, you know, <laughs> managing things now and see what happens. So I think this, this could be, this could be good for them coming into 2022. Um, yeah, okay, I, I could. Future says. <laughs> future says. La, 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 la. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Number four, I say parlor. For the same reason that Twitter is going down, uh, is why parlor is going to go up. Uh, I do think they got the big fish. Uh, I think that that's going to drive a lot of traffic down there because it's going to drive all the people who want to hear the crazy from Trump that were going to Twitter for that fix, they're going to go on Parlor too. And they probably would have never gone on Parlor to begin with, but they want that. They know the entertainment's there. They know they have the fuck. That's the A-lister. But you know what? I just literally, while we've been talking, I joined Parlor. It has the most disgusting interface. Like they need to have some sort of like graphic designer or somebody needs to come and fix this thing. It's gross looking. I don't like and it. And it's good. It's going to complicate things because wasn't it delisted today too by Google yeah, and Apple? Was. Yeah, it was. But they're going to so. su- they're going to sue. So you know, sue who? The, the Google Apple and Apple. Yeah. For what? They don't have delisting to delisting them. I mean, they don't have to. 
I think that they might win these. I, yeah, I, it's I like uncompetitive. That, I think that these delisting things are are bad. So Epic, I, I, we're going off on a little bit, but uh, Epic, Fortnite, Epic Games, uh, put in like their own funding model in their in Fortnite, and they got delisted, and they're suing, and they're they're totally gonna win. All right, uh, number three, Survivors, Republicans. Uh, they had a great run. Uh, they notched a ton of successes during this Trump era, and despite this, I would say it's a minor bump in the road. As Jack said, Jack said earlier, uh, people aren't abandoning that brand. They're just saying, well, you know, they're they're now distancing themselves from them, some of the crazy people, but they will continue to live on. Like Lindsey Graham, that slippery little eel. Uh, he's he's like enough is enough you know i hate biden but whatever trump's bad and he lives and he just kind of prances along to live another day that's the republican party agreed agreed wholly agreed on that one number two QAnon. uh just kind of for similar reasons why republicans are winning but i think QAnon is the bigger winner because even though trump has died this new religion has gained so much in the time that he was there that the, he is he's he essentially it's now bloomed it was just a seedling and now it's finally grown a flower and can sustain itself and it will persist as a, a, a kind of a new religion with its own it has it already has it now as a, a, a very important sacred rite the june 6th sedition uh that will be a holy day it's something to, to glom onto it's its own miracle so i say QAnon, huge winner huge winner mm. i agree uh no. <laughs> and Tiwi's going to love the last one. So, number one winner of the post-Trump era. The Second Civil War. Oh, uh, because we, we've, we've never been closer, folks. Like, if the Second Civil War was coming, oh my god, it's, it's all set up right now. All the dominoes are in place. Uh, it, it's just, you know, one... One unforeseen thing. We can't even see it from where we're standing, but we know it's out there. And so I feel like that's the big winner right now because we're probably as divided as we possibly can be at this point, even though it kind of seems like we're closer because we're, we're, we're castigating the seditionists and lots of people are just kind of coming together and saying, oh, that was wrong. But again, Trump is still getting rousing applause from the 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 cloak rooms and the the boardrooms of America and that means on the ground floor in the bunkers in the trenches in the little makeshift outhouses the warriors are are burbling and gurgling and they're waiting for that moment to come out and the second civil war big winner big winner are you thinking like a small battle or like an actual war I'm thinking more like asymmetric warfare, yeah. I think it just continued, an actual insurgency happens, and that... Uh, uh, where? Who knows Who knows where it could happen, or, or, or how long it could happen. Idaho. Idaho wants it really bad. Did you see how many Idahoans were at, that, uh, at the insurgency thing? Like, there were so many Idahoans. Yeah, one of them was the famous one that sat down. I think it was Josiah yeah. Cole. Uh, I feel like Idaho is going to be the, the destination. It's called the Northern Readout. And that whole area is like a, a breeding ground. I mean, but it's yeah. also kind of like it's the, it's like it's it's like the perfect backdrop, right? Or you've got the your mentality. liberals that are really close by. You've got like the Pacific Northwest. You've got the money over on in California. But then you've got this merging of all the Californians moving to Idaho 
plus the historical neo-Nazis that have been in that region for so long, all the militia people. It's just, it's perfect. Can I just go on record as saying that I, for one, am against this? I don't want a civil war. Yeah, neither do I. No one wants it. It's just coming. (laughs) I mean, we're not gleeful about it, but it's, but it's, it's totally going to happen. Fiasco sounds pretty damn elated about this civil war. He's hey man, I just like the I just like the apocalypse. That just means the simulation is winding down. It's it's I mean, but it's totally I I'm not excited about it, but it's totally going to happen. I like I can't no. I can't I don't see how we rewind or unring this bell. Like what are we all going to go back and talk yes. about Joe Biden's tan suit? Like is that going <laughs> right. to be our outrage <laughs> du jour? <laughs> Like or or a gaff. He, he said he said flimmery instead of military. What yeah. a dipshit! <laughs> he spelled potato with an e. Oh. oh my god! Can you imagine? No, the, the fact that the potato thing is like that was like a big deal makes us just sound like rubes. Like when you compare like, <laughs> like now the the things that happen now in the news cycle versus the vice president president spelling potato with an e, it's like. Man, if we could just go back to simpler times. Yeah, super quaint. <laughs> that was Survivors and Dyers, and these are our parting words. <laughs> to all of you red-blooded patriotic Americans, stay loud. Don't be suppressed. Don't be put in your corner. You can reach us on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and at Far Off Topic on all the other socials. So long as we don't me. get deplatformed. <laughs> so long as yes which is it's coming whatever um you can reach me via twitter at fiasco jones and tiwi at tiwi said stuff jacks at captain jacks 458 clips from the new episodes will be posted to our youtube account uh where you can also find the show notes if you'd like to support the show feel free to comment or rate most of all thank you for listening and until you hear from us again so mode it be. So mode it be. So mode it be.